Hi, I'm Dominic Insinius, leader of The Heart. I want to welcome you to The Heart Podcast. Thank you for letting us be a small part in your journey of faith. I hope this message today encourages you and strengthens you. Big things can happen when we expect God to move, so I pray today that God would speak to you through this message. Our message uh, today, we are wrapping up our series, Start With Hope. And if you haven't been here, haven't caught up on the, uh, on the podcast or on YouTube, um, we uh, have been digging into what it means to, what that phrase even means, start with hope. And we've talked through the foundation of hope, the, the nature of hope, and really the power of hope. And what I want to talk about today is the practice of hope. Because we, we've said hope is, hope is something that, when it comes to the hope that we have in God, there's one thing to, to, to something's coming up in your life, and you say, well, I hope that goes well. Right. I hope this I hope this turns out the way that I want. I I hope things go the way that I want. And that is that is placing hope in the outcome. And and if you're a positive person, you can you can be or if you lean towards being positive, you can be the kind of person that has hope in the outcome. And there's nothing wrong with that. But the kind of hope we've been talking about and really challenging ourselves with is the hope that not just hopes in the outcome, but brings hope to a situation no matter what the outcome is. That is where we stretch our faith. Because if our hope is just in the outcome, and it doesn't go the way we want, then we can feel like hope is wasted, right? We can feel like, well, that was a waste of hope. That was a waste of energy. But if we bring a hope, if we start with hope, and that hope is not based on the outcome, but that hope is based on who God is. That hope is based on who God says he is and, and the spirit that God has put in us. Then no matter what happens, we are able to continuously bring hope and embrace the power of hope, no matter the situation, no matter where we are on our journey of faith. And so today I want to dig into a little bit the practice of hope. Because I love the idea of being able to bring hope to the big decisions in our faith. To bring hope to the big decisions that we have in our life. To, to the tough conversations we need to have. To maybe the big decisions we need to make in some of the relationships that we have in our life. I, I want us to be able to bring hope to those definitely. But what I also want and what I want to dig into today and what I want to challenge you with today is to create this habit of hope. Not just for the big decisions, but a daily habit of hope. Y'all, I was talking to this, um, speaking of hope, I was talking to this a salesman this week. Somebody, uh, every now and then I'll get sales calls for the church, okay? And it's somebody trying to sell me some software or whatever. And this guy calls and he's like, uh, you know, hey, I want to talk to you about this, uh, this particular software. It can replace, you know, we'll take care of your website and live stream and, you know, we'll solve all your problems that you have at your church, you know, whatever it was. And, uh, and every time somebody calls a sales call for the church, I'm like, yeah, I'll hear them out. You know, I've done sales before, so I'm like, I'll listen to a little bit, especially if they pronounce my name right. You know, anybody know what I'm talking about? Just Dominic. I'm like, okay, I'll give you five minutes. Go ahead. And so he's kind of, you know, he's like, uh, you know, what do you guys use for your website? What do you use for this? And I'm kind of going back and forth with him. And he's like, oh, I'm looking at your website. Uh, is this you? Are you the, are you the lead, uh, lead pastor of the church? I was like, yeah. And he goes, oh, are you, uh, are you like a skater? And I was like, no, I just, I really love the Vans brand. I'm not, you know, not a skater. And he goes, oh, okay, so not a skater. Are you from, like, Southern California? You look like you're from Southern California. I was like, man, I'm about to buy all the software that you have ready for me, bro. You're really hyping me up. Uh, 
So that gave me a lot of hope for the fashion choices that I make for, uh, for the future. Anyway, that has nothing to do with this. I just wanted to tell you guys that somebody thought I was from Southern California, and none of you have ever told me that. So that was fun. So when it comes to the practice of hope, when it comes to a habit that you can create, what I want us to think about today, because there are a few habits you can probably put in your life when it comes to hope. In fact, there are probably a lot of habits that you don't even know that you already have. And what I want to introduce to you, challenge and introduce you today, is a habit of hope. Bringing a habit of hope. So I started to think about this for myself, you know, where do I have certain habits? And I, I, I shared before a couple of weeks ago, as so I'll share it again, is that I lean towards being a positive person. If I'm coming up to a situation or something, I'll kind of lean towards like, I think this is going to work out for me. Even if there's no evidence or if there's evidence to the contrary, I'm still like, I think this is probably going to work out for me. And maybe that might be a little bit of overconfidence, but uh, I can maybe parlay that into some hope. So maybe you're not a positive person all the time, or you're not leaning towards the positive all the time, but I want you to think about who is, just for a second, who is a positive person in your life? Who do you have in your life that can bring some positivity to a situation you call them about. Who do you have in your life that when you tell them about something going on, they give you a hopeful future? They give you some hope in your life, some hope for that situation. Now let me ask you this, who in your life, when they call you, are you able to offer some hope? Are you able to offer a little bit of hope for their situation, for their life, for what they have going on. That's what I want to talk about today is the people that we put around us. Now, I have to say, because I do, maybe I can lean towards positive and I can lean towards the optimistic, but something that my For You page on TikTok will definitely tell you is that I love the drama. I love the juice. Anybody have some tea to spill? Give it up. I want to hear all the negative things that you have experienced in, uh, in your life. I want to hear the juice. Give me the drama. And so maybe you're not a drama. You know, you, I, have, I have a regular belly, and sometimes I get hungry. But does anybody else have like a little drama belly to the side? And when you hear a little bit drama, your drama belly starts to grumble a little bit. Anybody like that? Yeah. Every now and then I get a little bit of a grumble. Somebody will say, hey, did you hear what happened? I'm like, oh, boy. <laughs> Who said what? Oh, my God, what did they tell them? But if you're not a drama person or whatever, what I'm trying to say is sometimes it's not about being overly optimistic, okay? Starting with hope or having a habit of hope or, or bringing hope to your daily life doesn't mean that there's no room for being realistic. In fact, if you have a person in your life that you think they are a negative person, don't raise your hand, don't point at them, don't nudge them, just, just you know, just wink at me, you know what I mean? I don't know what you mean. If you have someone in your life who you maybe think, well, every time I talk to them, they have something negative to say, I guarantee if you talk to that person, they would say, oh, I'm not negative. I'm realistic. I'm realistic about life. I don't have these rose-colored glasses that I look through life at. That's not my fault that I am a realist. And I got to tell you, as an optimist, I need realists in my life. 
I need people who around me who if I say, I think this is going to work out for me, I need people who, who are like, maybe not though. So do you have plans if it doesn't work out for you? Because most of the time the answer is no, I don't have plans if it doesn't work out for me. Because it should and it will. So what I want is I want to encourage you realists that you can start with hope and bring a realistic version of that hope. Because what I love about hope, whether for an optimist or a realist, because this is the people that I want, here's what I'm saying, is I want you to be surrounding yourself with people who can start with hope. And I want you to be a person who you bring hope to the people around you, whether you're a realist or an optimist. Hope is not reserved for the optimists. And I'm not trying to change your personality to be someone who is optimistic when I say start with hope. So whether you are a realist or an optimist, you can bring hope with you. Because again, if we look back to the foundation of hope, hope is not in the outcome. Hope is in our faith, in the spirit that God has put within us and in who God is. And those things we decide. We decide to bring hope, whether it works out or not. Over here, we are subject to what happens to us. We are victim to circumstance. We are victim to the situation. Over here, whether the conversation goes well or it doesn't go well, we still continue to choose to bring hope. That's what's so powerful about hope. It's powerful that we have access to this hope because God has put his spirit in us. But what makes hope so incredibly powerful beyond that is our choice to bring it. If you didn't know this already, one of our core values here at the heart, our organization, our church, our community, is choice. We believe that the power in anything that we do, any act that we have, the power that comes into that act, that comes from that act, is choice. The choice behind it. In fact, if you look at the acts that Jesus did while he was on earth, even his final act of going to the cross, he did that because he chose to. If he was forced to do it, it wouldn't have been out of love. But because he chose to do it, the power of love was behind that choice. So I want to look at a particular verse today that talks a little bit about the people that we have around us the people that we choose to have around us. Now, I want to look at, uh, uh, it's actually a book called First Thessalonians. Doesn't get all the hype that, you know, Romans and the Gospels do, but it's juice. And in this particular book, and a lot of times when you say book in the Bible, you, you have to clarify. So this particular book is actually a letter written by a man named Paul to a group of people. And he's writing a letter to a group of people who he had met with before, taught them about the power of Jesus, the power of Jesus' forgiveness, what Jesus has done, and the communication they can have in their faith with their God. Very powerful. And a lot of times, if you're reading the Bible, some of the letters that Paul writes or some of the letters that are written to groups of people, groups of people who are trying to figure out Christianity just like you and I are, who are trying to figure out their walk of faith just like you and I are, a lot of times when he's writing, he's writing to kind of correct some behavior or correct some way of believing or thinking that people had. And he's like, that's not quite right. You want to think about it this way. But what's really cool about this particular letter, the 1 Thessalonians, this first letter to this church, this group of people, 
is that they were thriving. They were doing great. And so if you feel like in your life, because sometimes, if, you know, if I say start with hope or, you know, sometimes difficult situation, you're going to need to bring hope. Well, we're not always, all of us in our life, we're not always dealing with difficult situations. Sometimes we have a good day. <laughs> sometimes we have a good week. Sometimes our marriage and our friendships and our relationship with our kids, sometimes they're going well. So it's not always about life is a mess. I mean, life is a mess. But it's always, sometimes it's pretty, though. It's beautiful. It's not always like life is, is you know, beating you down. Sometimes things are going pretty good. And that's what I like about this verse today in 1 Thessalonians is sometimes things are going pretty good, even well, and you might even be thriving. And even so, there is room to remind each other, to challenge ourselves, to start with hope. So let's read this. This is 1 Thessalonians. This is in chapter 5. This is towards the end of the letter. And Paul's bringing some encouragement. Watch this. He says, God didn't set us up for an angry rejection, but for salvation by our master, Jesus Christ. What a fun sentence this next was in. Check this out. He said, he died for us, a death that triggered life. I love that phrasing, a death that triggered life. Jesus' death triggered life for us. All right, let's keep going. Whether we're awake with the living or asleep with the dead, we are alive with him. So speak encouraging words to one another. Here it is. Build up hope so you'll be all together in this. No one left out. No one left behind. Here's what it is. I know you're already doing this. Just keep on doing it. So maybe you look back at the last couple of messages we've done over the past Sundays, and maybe you're in a time in your life where you say, I don't have a good outlook. Things are not going well. I need to bring hope to this situation. Well, then that is good for, that, that is good for you. That is a good challenge for you is say, okay, something difficult is coming up. Start with hope. Start with hope in your life. But maybe, maybe today is a good day. Maybe this week has been great. Maybe you didn't come to, church, come to church today because you were looking for an answer to your problem. Maybe you came to church today because you were excited to get out of bed and make it happen, and you were in a habit of going to church. Not every time we meet together, it's because someone is having a hard time. Maybe things are going great. So let me be reminding you the same way Paul does. I know you're already doing this. I know you're doing great. Keep on with it. Keep on bringing that hope. Keep on Starting, so maybe starting with hope doesn't mean just this terrible situation that we're facing. Maybe this starting with hope can be each and every day. We wake up and we start with hope before we brush our teeth, before we jump in the shower, before we go do our workout. We say, I'm going to start with hope today. I am going to decide today to bring hope with me wherever I go. I'm not going to wait for a bad day or a bad morning or a bad breakfast or a bad meeting. I'm going to say, no, no, today, wherever I go, whoever I see, whoever cuts me off in traffic, I'm going to start with that. I hope you have a great day, even though you cut me off. What if you started today, tomorrow, you wake up, you say, I'm going to start this week with hope, whatever it brings, whatever it brings. I wrote a few things down, and if you're taking notes, I, I want you to, to write these down as well, or you can just look up on the screen. 
the hope that we have, the hope that we carry, the ho that hope can grow from who we choose to be around. I asked you earlier to think about people in your life. I, I have some people in my life that I can call them and say, here's some things I have going on, and they'll be ready to bring me some hope. I told you earlier that I have a, a natural lean towards optimism, so a lot of times when I talk to people, I can offer hope for their situation. But for me, I have to be careful because sometimes when people talk to me, they're not looking for hope. They're just looking for me to listen. A little insight into my marriage there, you know? Well, you don't want solutions all the time? Why not? <laughs> I'm great at solutions. <laughs> sometimes offering hope can be a calm, listening ear. Who do you choose to be around that is growing the hope that you have in you? Who do you choose to be around that you are growing the hope in them? Next thing I want you to write down is this. Being positive doesn't mean that we ignore tough times. Being positive doesn't mean that you ignore the tough times in your life. It means you embrace them with hope. If you've been here all four weeks that we've been uh, talking about this starting with hope, you might feel like this is a broken record, and I hope you do, because this power of hope can do so many incredibly massive things in our life. Being positive, being hopeful, it doesn't mean we, we put blinders on and we say, I'm going to ignore these difficult times. Dom said to be positive. So if something happens that's difficult, if something happens that tough, nope, I'm going to keep on moving forward. That is not what I'm saying at all. In fact, opposite. If something difficult comes up, I want you to pause and take a break, or not take a break, and sit in that and say, this is a difficult situation. What an opportunity I have to start with hope. Next time something comes up, I'm going to be ready. Not ready to ignore it. Not ready to run right past it. I'm going to be ready to embrace it. Because you know what? These things happen. And if they're going to happen, I might as well be the person who brings hope to it. Can you imagine if you were the person in your family, in your marriage, at your work, in your community that said, don't worry, everybody, whatever happens, whatever's going to come our way, you can count on me to bring the hope to it. What if you were that person in your family? Maybe you already are. And if you already are, I'm going to say what Paul said. I know you're doing this. Just keep on doing it. If you're doing well with hope, keep on doing it. Share that hope. That's what's beautiful about hope, too, is not only do we have access from it, uh, 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 to it from God, but we can share that with the people around us. It's almost a responsibility to share that hope with the people around us. Last thing I want you to write down is this. Hope doesn't need to wait for the big moments of faith. We can carry it with us every day. Hope doesn't need to wait for the big moments of faith. I want you to care. I want you to make it a habit. I, I don't want hope to be your last resort. I don't want hope to be the thing that you call on when you are exhausted and you're done and you're tired and there is nothing else. I want hope to be your habit. I want hope to be my habit. Even if there's tea to spill, even if there's something I need to look at realistically, 
In fact, all the people that you, in your life that you think are negative, I want you to embrace their realism this week. All right, tell me what could happen. Okay, I'll be ready with hope for that. What else could happen? How else could this might not work? <laughs> okay, I'm going to bring hope for that. See how powerful something like that is in your life? Now, now you don't, have to be, uh, you don't have to be scared. You don't have to be afraid. You don't have to ignore negative people in your life. You say, hey, I need some realism. Give me it. Anybody consider themselves a realist in the room? Put your hand up proudly, proudly. These are some real. Look around. These are some realists you need in your life. Go ask them. Go ask them. Hey, I'm thinking of, um, this is coming up. I'm thinking of this. Can you give me some ideas of how this might not work? Thank you. Now I'm going to bring hope for that. Just hope them. <laughs> Who you have around you matters. Who we put around us changes the way we approach a situation. Michelle, can you do me a favor? Throw me a piece of that candy. A different kind. Just kidding. <laughs> On your chair, you should have had a piece of candy. Everybody grab your candy. Or if you ate it already, that's fine. <laughs> if you didn't get a piece of candy, it's because somebody already ate yours. We have more. It was super easy for me to go to Target last night, grab some candy, put it on the chairs for you, easy peasy. Simple transaction, here's candy, you can have it or not. You have access to this candy, it's up to you to have it or not, doesn't matter, whatever you wanna do. What would change about this candy if I told you that somebody was gonna go by your house and if you have candy, just leave it on the porch and they're going to grab it. Maybe it's similar to the same thing. You didn't give the person the candy from your hand to theirs. So it's not exactly the same thing, but it pretty much is. You didn't see them. What if I told you, you still just leave the candy on the porch, but when you look at your, your ring or your nest or your whatever the brands are, I'm not sponsored by anybody, but your camera that looks at your front door, and when you look outside, the people that came up to get the candy, they were dressed up in costumes. You'd be like, hey, that's kind of fun. And what if I told you the next step was, well, if they're going to be dressed up, I think it'd be kind of fun to open the door, see what they're dressed up as, and then give them some candy. Is this sounding familiar to anybody? And what if I told you your entire community, your entire neighborhood said, this is going to be exciting. We're all going to take part in this. Now, this simple transaction of me giving you a piece of candy on your chair turns into a community event. And now we get to see the people around us. Now candy being passed from person to person is not just a transaction that we don't get to be we don't get to have an intimate connection with. Now, you get to see these kids, the people dressed up. You get to be excited about their costumes with them. You get to see a glimpse of this kid that's in front of you, of what they consider to be a superhero, of what they are excited about. You see a princess, you see a pirate. You get to see a glimpse of what means something to people. 
And that's what I want you to do with hope. Instead of just having access to hope and you say, I have a little bit of hope and that is good. I want you to see who is around me. Who can I give hope to? So here's what I want you to do is if you don't, if you don't eat candy, I want you to take the candy with you and give it to someone. If this was a little bit of hope and you don't need it today because you're doing great, you're thriving. Then I want you to say, I want you to have this. I'm good right now. Maybe someday I'll need some hope. Maybe someday I'll need a little bit of this, and I want to be able to call you. I want to be able to have these people in my life that can offer hope. So this week, like I've been telling you for the past three weeks, I want you to start with hope. Make hope a habit in your life. If you could, I want you to close your eyes for a moment and bow your heads. I want to pray for us today. God, we're so grateful for who you are, for the spirit you have given us. We're thankful for the people that you put around us. God, no matter who is around us, the optimists or the realists, that we can bring hope to a situation. I pray that we would be the people in our lives, in our families, at our work, that we bring hope, that we start with hope. No matter where we are on our journey of faith, No matter where we are in our belief, God, you have put your spirit in us, and it's because of that that we have access to hope that we can give, that we can bring, and that we can offer. So we love you, God, and we pray that in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for listening to The Heart Podcast. At The Heart, we like to say you don't have to go to church here to go to church here. That means you are already part of the community just by listening to the message today. If today's message connected with you, we want to invite you to share it with someone who may benefit from it. We would love to be a part of your journey of faith. Please visit us online at www.theheart.church forward slash next to see what your next step may be. And if you live near San Marcos, Texas, we would like to invite you to visit us in person this Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Remember to be bold this week and connect with those around you. It's how your relationships grow and how your faith grows.